Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Chris Goforth with you as uh, we're going to get a chance to talk with a uh, Chattanooga Mock that went to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama and had a chance to, uh, to show out in front of the NFL scouts. Turned a lot of heads. Had a lot of the national media talking about him with how he performed, and that's none other than a, a Chattanooga native in McClendon Curtis, a guy that went to Chattanooga Central High School and uh, played here at UTC and uh, has really played himself into a, a chance to, to be an NFL draft pick. He is our guest this week here on Mox on the Mic. Well, McClendon, first off, uh, congratulations on everything that has happened for you up till up till this point, take a minute though, and relive that senior bowl experience. What was that like getting that opportunity to, to be able to go there and, uh, and compete? Um, I truly enjoyed it. You know, it was a surreal moment with all the guys and just getting to go there as a mock, you know, uh, not many mocks have been. So, you know, just trying to keep the tradition going. We got two back. We had one last year. Now we had one this year. So hopefully, you know, the guys coming out next year can keep it going. The, the offensive line's got a little bit to live up to now, don't they? Yeah, they can do it, though. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot of great guys around there. So they, they can definitely live up to it. So was there anybody in particular that you were excited to get a chance to play with, to play against? Uh, anybody you, you in particular wanted to meet or see while you were there? Um, playing with Moso, um, I thought all of us were going to be on the same team, but, uh, John Michael Smith from, uh, Minnesota, I met them in the summertime when I was in, uh, Minnesota at the, we're working out with Joe Thomas and Cody Mock. Uh, me and Cody got to actually play on the same side, on the same team and actually on the same side. He was the tackle. I was the guard and, uh, Pretty much all the other guys I went against came from Exos. So I'm down here in Pensacola training, and we all have known each other, kind of got to know each other up leading to the Senior Bowl. So we all had that somewhat relationship when we got there. So let me, let me, you know, what kind of feedback, I guess, what kind of feedback are you getting from NFL scouts? What are they telling you right now about McClendon Curtis? Um, you know, I feel like more so when I came out on day two and showed my versatility playing left guard, left tackle, right guard, right tackle, uh, kind of opened up a little more and uh, guys were like, keep playing, keep finishing. They like how I play. Um, they like how I finish the drills and, uh, how, you know, flexible and the interview part that we go through, um, knocked it out the park, you know, no issues. Um, I enjoy people. So there was no issue there. Um, so you know, they're just very positive. They said I helped myself a lot tremendously. So just hopefully then the combine comes up, I can keep doing the same thing. You know, it seemed like from from reading a lot of the, you know, the media reports and stuff that was coming out of there, the one word that I kept hearing associated with you was the word consistent. Just how consistent you were uh, from day to day in, in practice and in, and in the workouts. Did you sense that, 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 you know, from whether it was from a, a technique standpoint or a, a performance standpoint that you were, you know, I'm, I'm pretty consistent rep to rep and day to day. 
I can sense it, but at the same time, me being the person I am, I was really hard on myself. So, like, day one, when Coach Wright and uh, Coach Revis and Coach Pizzo were all down there, I was like, I didn't have a good day. <laughs> I was so hard on myself. They were like, no, you, you had a good day. And I would just, you know, every day when I don't do something correctly, you know, messing up maybe a little bit in technique and drills and stuff like that, I was just like – Definitely feel like I'm not having a good week. But, you know, when I sit back and look at it, I actually did produce and, you know, I was consistent. You know, you just want to be you, – when you're used to being so, I guess, getting everything everything done correctly and not being critiqued so much, I was uh getting not upset about what was being critiqued but just wanted to, like, do better for myself. What have those guys meant to you, those coaches you just named, your offensive line coach? Your quarterback, your uh, your offensive coordinator, and, and your head coach. What have those guys meant to you here at, at Chattanooga? You know, when Coach Ryan and Coach Pizzo got here in like 2019, so they were one of the few coaches that gave me like a chance to get me on the field because they were like, "You haven't been playing," and I was like, "No," and they were like, "Surprised." So you know, it was like their goal to get me on the field and uh, mold me. They never, they knew they didn't have any issues when it came to me, but mold me into the player that I am now. And just like Coach Pizzo, for instance, always on me. He knows, he knows what to say to fire me up. So he'll, you know, we'll leave it at that. But also Coach Coach Wright, you know, just believing in me. He pushes me too, and you know, just like putting me more in a leadership role. And then Coach Revis, Coach Revis coming in this year. Uh, kind of just like giving me the offensive line room and letting me, you know, do my thing, coaching, you know, aside of him, like he's coaching, you know, the guys, because the young guys need development. But like once he got me to where I needed to be, you know, he allowed me to coach and just like kept pushing me to be better and also moving me around across the offensive line pretty much helped my value playing left tackle and going to right guard in the game. It's not normal, but, you know, I did it pretty well. Did you enjoy that? Did did you enjoy that this year, being able to get in there and, and work with and, and teach some of those young guys? Yeah, I, I did for sure. It was fun, you know. Uh, I hope they did learn something from me when it comes, especially, like, when it's in sports. I mean, we always – you want them to understand and learn something from life. But offensive linemen in general are usually great, you know, individuals. So um, just learning how to be a better player on the field and in the film room, field and in the film room. So teaching them how to break down defenses and seeing what the D line likes to do, and not just buzzing through it. So hopefully they got that from me. I know in the NFL they they enjoy offensive linemen that have that versatility. You know, there's there's always going to be they call it a swing tackle, right? There's always going to be a job for a swing tackle in the NFL, a guy that can play either right or left. Uh, a guy that can slide inside and play guard, there's there's always going to be a, a a space for. What do you feel like your home is at the next level? Would it be as a guard? Um, so sometimes I think it would be a guard because I like the physicality of like getting things going. But sometimes with my length and depending on the team, I can play tackle. That's how I kind of leave it when the scouts ask me that question. I just like. Kind of whatever the team needs, you know, be, this year being that person that whatever the team needs and trying to do it at a high level, uh, that's where I'll be. It makes it hard, most definitely, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. How different is it? How different is it from playing on the outside and then moving inside and playing guard 
how, what's the challenge that comes with, with playing more than one position like that? Um, in the beginning, it was really hard, man. I thought I was not a first, first team also kind of guy at all when I started in the spring. So playing left tackle and learning how to be patient out there at tackle and not, and punching with my left hand, what I've been punching with my right hand for the last four years or so. Um, it's definitely hard, but once you get used to it, like as the season got on, went on, I learned how to use my left hand more and more. And then going, I go back inside, you know, getting back to the basics and being comfortable, you know, you, you're confident at right, but the spot you're not super confident at the beginning is the left tackle. So that's where we had to get. That's the money position, right? You want to protect that quarterback's blind side. Yes, sir. What about center? Has anybody asked if you're if you're willing to snap? Uh, yeah, I told them I'm willing to snap. I know how to snap. Uh, you know, snapping with the guys, but I'll probably be too long of a center arm lengthwise. <laughs> look, it's a long way, man, from Highway 58 to to Mobile, Alabama, and and the opportunity to play in the in the National Football League. Have you have you thought about your journey from from Central High School to to UTC, and then? you know, being here on the, on the verge of being able to play in the league? Um, I most definitely have, um, thinking about it and seeing like a kid that didn't know where he was going to go his junior year, didn't have any offers. And now we're at the point where it's like, um, you did it, you know, you get UTC, you didn't know like what was going to happen. And then when you get the UTC things, then start off how you wanted it. And then in the end, things start getting better and better. Because I never really, like, everyone around you always says, you can go to the NFL, you can go to the NFL. But for me, it was just like being in the moment because you never know what life has for you. You know, you you know, I'm, I like to give myself the best opportunity, work hard, you know, put myself in, you know, like I said, the best position possible. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's up to those guys at, in, in the NFL to be like, hey, you know, we want to see this guy. We can see this guy do a little bit more at the bigger level with the bigger guys. So I definitely thought about it and how blessed I am to get here, you know, and how many people have impacted my life. So who was your guy? Did you have a guy, whether it was growing up or somebody here over the last couple of years that, that you wanted to watch or, or model your game after? At, and just in general? Yeah. Uh, more so like, I will watch, you know, guys like the the League, like Trent. But, like, I always, like, I mean, for me early on, like, everybody knows me and Cole are, like, real close. So, like, Cole, you know, took me under his wing. was like, hey, you lifting with me. You're doing this with me. And, like, kind of from that point on, like, he, he'll he say I'm he's my uncle and I'm the nephew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that like, he's the only person who can call me nephew that isn't, like, my blood. You know, so, so that's – that's where it came from. And he, you know, pushing me, me being able to ask him questions on the field and off the field. Us, like, as I got older and a, uh, as an older player, uh, last year, especially, like, when he has his moments where he's, like, you know, getting frustrated, I can say something to him and he can say something to me to, like, keep us calm and keep us level. So, you know, he was be definitely one of the biggest impacts at UTC offensive line-wise. But honestly, those guys all across that I played with, Harrison Moon, like I said, Cole, Calvin Skelly, um, Malcolm, and then I had I had to grow up real quick when uh and I had Colin Truitt. So, you know, those guys all helped me out. That's a pretty good group you guys had, wasn't it? 
It was. It was a really good group, man. You know, you kind of miss it. You've been used to it, and then you had to change. And, and it, you know, Cole was kind of the ringleader of everything, wasn't he? I mean, he was the guy that was – he kind of set the tone for you guys, didn't he? I would say he he wasn't – people more so think Cole is like he's vocal, and when he gets fired up, he gets fired up. But I would say the more so to set the tone was like Cal Miskelly, our center. He – he was he made it possible to let me and Cole do the things that we did. Um, having a center where you know, most centers you can't, you know, leave at the college level, you know, they gotta be really, really good, but you can leave them on their own on a two, a two eye or a two, you know, going out on outside zone, like maybe give them a stab and go. But Calvin Skelly would just, you know, get there and let me and Cole help the tackles and go free. You know, let us create a lot more holes and give those running backs like Tyrell Price and Aaliyah Ford more chances to score and get out there in the open space on the second level. So I guess you could say it started with Calvin Skelly. A lot of people don't know that, but his his football IQ and then, you know, allowing me and Cole to just play fast and letting the tackles do their thing and making sure everybody knew where they were going, you know, that's that's really what started it. Who was your team growing up? Uh, growing up, I would say probably – I like the Packers for some reason. I always used to watch the Packers. I'm a big Packers fan. Um, but it kind of went back and forth. I had Seattle because I love the Legion of Boom, and I like watching Russell Wilson play and Marshawn Lynch. So I had, I had, I was, I was right there between those two teams. I know they're, like, far out, but that's, you know, two of my favorite teams. Man, it gets cold in Green Bay and it rains a lot in Seattle. Uh, and I know, look, you, you're going to tell me you don't care where you end up, so long as you get the chance, right? You don't, you don't, you, you don't care. You don't care if it's cold, if it's wet, if it's rainy, if you got to go play in Europe uh, and and fly home and try to play again the next week. You don't care, right? Not at all. I just want to play. So take us through, like, what's a day in the life right now of uh, of McClendon Curtis? What, what's it like for you uh, with everything that's that's happening? Uh, it's pretty busy, but, you know, start my day off around, get around 6 and uh, get to the facility at Exos at 7 for breakfast. And 8 o'clock, we're on the field getting ready. Either it's a linear movement day or multidirectional day, so – Today was uh today Thursday, multi-directional. So we worked the L drill and um pretty much, you know, working on the technique of it. And uh on linear days, we're working on our 40 starts and the back end of the 40, like all these things I'm not used to doing. Um, but it's it's pretty good. Throughout the day, you do a lot of treatment. Like this is the most time I've ever had to do treatment, foam roll. Um recovery just just so much i've had um during the day and then massage i get a massage twice a week and then you know the zoom calls come in we have zoom calls with exos for like interview prep or stuff like that uh wonder league prep and then you have zoom calls you know with your school or uh, i had a call earlier with a lady from the grad program and then your on top of that, your agent calls you to check on you to see if you're okay. And then your family wants to call and check on you. So you're trying to juggle all this time, and like still at the end of the time, uh, end of the day, Cole was telling me you gotta find time for yourself. Pretty much a lot of you know a lot of the days are busy, and so when I come home, like I just want to sometimes just 
step away and do something I want to do. Like, I'm not saying, you know, training is not something I want to do. I love to work and love to get better. But, you know, you, you everyone needs that time to decompress from what's going on. Physically, you're good, right? You're you're as healthy as you've ever been. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. What's what's next? Is the combine next? Yeah, combine's next. I leave out of here March first. Wow, wow! Another chance to show out and, and another chance to to do it in front of a big audience on uh, on TV. Uh, so, man, we'll we'll look forward to seeing you and and hopefully. The next time we uh, we get a chance to talk, you're a, you're an NFL draft pick. Yes, sir. I hope so too, McClendon. You've always been uh, you've always been fun to talk to, man, and, and it's been it's been great watching you play going back to uh, your days as a Purple Pounder. But uh, I wish you all the best, and, and we'll catch up again soon, man. Thanks for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks again to McClendon Curtis for giving us some time. Thanks to our producer Tate Johnson for putting this all together. Thanks for you. Uh, thanks to you for being with us this week as well. We invite you to join us each and every Thursday for Mox on the Mic. Make us your first listen every Thursday. And as always, if you haven't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're an Apple Podcast user, rate, subscribe, and review Mox on the Mic. It helps us find Mox fans, and it helps Mox fans be able to find us. Thanks for being with us again. So long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review, and we'll see you again soon.